Welcome back to hour number two of the drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And Matt, this is typically when we would do the fantasy football focus, but yeah. we're not going to do that. Times are changing. Times are a changing. You know what? You know what we are going to do. Everybody else is coming out with their initial mock drafts. Oh, look at you! We're going to do a little mock draft simulation here. Okay. I really don't know anything. Past <laughs> round three or four. I mean, so the late stuff. Well, the Steelers I have no... don't have a lot of late picks this year. What do they have again? Well, we'll roll. Number... Yeah, I guess we'll get. So yeah. they, right now they have 20, yeah. 52, 84. They've got one nineteen from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. They got one twenty, one ninety eight, two forty one. So 119 and 120 right next to each other. Yeah. Okay. Those fifth rounders. Those are fourth rounders. So they have an extra fourth. Yeah. Okay. So let's uh, let's, let's have mock it, it up. I told you I've been doing a little bit of this myself here. Yeah. Lead the way. So. Looking, and I'm not going to fight you on the corner in round one. Okay. I mean, I, you know. Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, Marvin Harrison, Adunzier at uh, five to the, to the mm, uh, Chargers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Joe Alt to the Giants. Uh, Malik Neighbors goes at seven to Tennessee. Brock Bowers at eight to Atlanta. Why would Atlanta take Brock Bowers? Yeah, I don't understand that. Unless they're going to go a lot of twelve personnel. Which yeah, I, mean, I mean, if Belichick landed, Belichick, there, I could see I it. Yeah. To say, yeah. Uh, Jerzon Newton at nine. Uh, Fashanu at ten. Be happy if Newton fell. Yeah. Cooper DeJean at eleven. Oh, Bo Nix right. at twelve to Denver. He's getting a lot of buzz. He's a bit senior bowl too. Senior yeah. bowl quarterbacks are pretty good. Yeah. Penix yeah. is there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Fawaga, Rattler and you know. Right? Yeah. Fawaga at thirteen. Dallas Turner at fourteen. Nate Wiggins at fifteen. Versi at sixteen. Terron Ar- Ar- Arnold at seventeen to the mm-hmm. Jaguars. Uh Latham at eighteen to the Bengals. Uh Amarius Mims goes at nineteen to the Rams. Okay. And the is Steelers, this pro football focus you're using? This I'm using, yeah, pro football okay. focus. Uh, I don't know their ranks versus anybody else. Yeah, so we I, will as we get deeper at into this, this point. Really, right. doesn't matter. But so the Steelers' choices: Leitu is still there. They don't need him. Nah, he's a good player, yeah, but yeah. no. Kool Aid McKinstry. Okay, I think I like the Bama other Bama corner better than him today. Yeah, but he, I mean, he'd be fine at twenty. He's gone though. That's, oh, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian Thomas. Interesting. Chris Braswell, the edge rusher out of Alabama. Braylon Trice, the edge rusher out of Washington. Troy Franklin. The wide receiver out of Oregon, Enos Rakestraw Jr. out of the cornerback out of Missouri, Jordan Morgan, the tackle out of Arizona, Michael Penix, Cameron Kinchins, the safety out of Miami, Tyler Newbin, the safety out of Minnesota, uh, Lad McConkey, Kwame Lassiter, the cornerback out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem a little low on Lassiter. Yeah. Kool Aid stands out. Um, I really like Thomas, the LSU receiver, of the names you mentioned, but there are a lot more of them. Um, we have two trade offers. I said we haven't <laughs> traded down yet this year. Tampa Bay's on the phone. They got twenty six. Okay, so we don't have to move back a little bit. No, right. Uh, also, there were two or three corners of yeah. interest. Also on the phone are the Bills at twenty eight. All right. Well, what are they offering? Well, or do we have to offer them? We have to offer them on this one. So if we went back to twenty six, obviously twenty would be involved. Mm-hmm. Could we get fifty eight? No. We could get. 80. What if we throw in a fourth? We could get eighty nine though. What if we could get fifty eight and throw in a fourth? The later of the fourths. Uh, that has a fifty seven percent chance of of being accepted. Would you rather do that or get a third? Mm-mm-mm. I mean, being that we have the two fourth round picks mm-hmm. is nice. It's real nice. Yeah. No, we're going to be very happy about that. Yeah. We might even be able to get them to throw in a sweetener by doing the 
the whole if we throw in the 120 for 26 and 58 will they give us 126 no well a 38% chance that's accepted I'd be up for that let's see if they do it they did not okay. all right so take that one off the board um can we go a future let's let's say a future for it that is a 41% chance that was accepted Okay, so what was it? The deal I got a little confused. So we ended up uh, trading 20 and 120. Okay. For 26 and 58 this year. Nice. And a fourth round pick next year. That's great. Great. Root for Tampa to have a terrible year. Which they could. Which they absolutely could. Okay, we're back on the clock here. I like that deal. The pick, they moved up to come and get Leitu. Which I could see somebody doing that. As I say, whenever, whenever you laid him out, I'm like, boy, I'm surprised he's still there. He could be a trade candidate. Yeah. Then Brian Thomas went, then Kool Aid McKinstry. Nah. Uh, Braylon Trice, Chris Braswell, Cameron Kinchins. So, Troy Franklin's still there. Enos Rakestraw still there. Jordan Morgan, Michael Penix, Tyler Newbin, Lad McConkey, Kwame Lass- Kamari Lassiter. Um, Lassiter and Rakestraw are standing out. Yeah. Quinny yeah. Mitchell's there, too. Interesting. I just don't know who I like best of those guys yet. Yeah. I mean, I like all three. I think you in that situation. In that situation, you would definitely take one of those. Three yeah, though. yeah. After the trade down, I think you're real happy about that. I just don't know which one I prefer, and whatever one, I'll change. Well, I my do mind know, sure, but... like Lassiter doesn't pick the ball. If he had one career no, interception, no, he doesn't. Um, Rakestraw, I think, has one career interception. He's considered a tough guy, not a tremendous tester. Yeah. Um, and then Toledo guy. Is big team captain, but he's a small school, you know. I think I would lean towards Mitchell. That's uh, takes he does better, more taking the ball away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would too at this point. And I have to, you have to assume as the big man on campus at Toledo, he didn't get thrown at a lot. No, oh, and right. he still took the ball away. I always use the Lee Bodden example, yeah. which was my first year doing anything with any team. I volunteered at Duquesne. Although there's one other guy I just noticed, Keon Coleman's still there. Yeah, but there's more corn. There are more receivers, and we have two second yeah, round I picks. Take, I think you take Mitchell. I mean, as it stands right now, it is the bigger need. You know, I mean, I'm I'm fine with Mitchell. Boom, and we moved down to 26 to do it. So, mm-hmm. and picked up more stuff. Yeah, more stuff's always good. All we right, have two now, seconds now. Now we're back up here at 52, and I want to look at the interior offensive line. Yeah, this is Jackson Powers Johnson. Oh, wow. Still there. Zach Frazier. I think uh, Powers Johnson's ahead of him now. Christian Haynes. Is that Christian, the UConn dude? Yeah. Yeah, he's a senior boy. Christian yeah. Mahogany. I, I I think Powers Johnson stands out there. You take him. Do you know the Christian Mahogany story? Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a name we might we need to know, folks. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think I'm pa- fine with Powers Johnson. I think Powers yeah, Johnson's right. a dumb shot. The still there, right. Yeah. And like if you have, told me right now, would you trade the Steelers' second-round pick for him? I'd say yes. Yeah. And we have the pick coming up here at 58 mm-hmm. because we made the trade back. Now, if we wanted to take a tackle, we could do that. Yeah. I would look at tackles. I would look at receivers and still secondary. Yeah. I mean, any. I mean, if one of the top safeties is there, if a slot. Wide receivers and offensive tackles. And any D-back. Okay. So, Jalen Polk. Yeah. Nice. Brendan Rice, the wide receiver out of USC. Kingsley Suomataya, oh, the wow. offensive tackle out of BYU. Ricky Pearsall out of Florida. Jalen McMillan out of Washington. Johnny Wilson uh, out of Florida State. Roman Wilson, the wide receiver out of Michigan. So there's fewer tackles. 
BYU tackles jumping off the page for me. I also think Polk from Washington is attractive. Yeah. I think in that situation, now we could take the tackle. Oh, yeah. This is where, to me... I mean, he also doesn't have to beat out Dan Moore right away. I mean, he's right. a little bit of a project. He's a super athlete. Fine. Take your time. Yeah. You know? Now you've upgraded your offensive line. You turn it back. Or dramatically, yeah. You got two second-round offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. And there's still a bunch of receivers on the board. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're back up now at 84. Okay. Nice. Okay. The wide receivers still available. This they is probably... when I'm going to start no knowing names. Okay. Johnny Wilson. I sent you tape of him. Yeah. I said, this dude is 6'7", <laughs> like 238 pounds. Yeah, he's interesting. Um, I, he run, blocks, he's physical. He blocks, he's yeah, physical. Gets the ball away from his not body a, well. Yeah, not a great separator. No. But when you're 6'7", 238 pounds, you don't need to be a separator. No, right. You can just box guys out. I mean, they, you thought they'd use him like an Allen Robinson. I think type. he's a bigger, younger version of Allen Robinson mm-hmm. with what you what they did with Allen Robinson this year. Yeah, yeah. What they had in mind, I think, with Chase Claypool when they took him. Oh, absolutely. A power slot. A power slot. Yeah, That's what yeah. this guy, to me, is. I think in the third round, I'm having no reservations with that. Uh, you also have Torrey Holton, the, the uh, Colorado State wide receiver. Okay. Very productive. Back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons for him with, mm. like, 80-plus catches. Uh, Jamari Thrash from Louisville, kind of a downfield threat. I think what's-his-face is Thrash's kid. Remember Thrash from the Eagles? Yeah, James Thrash. Yeah, James. I couldn't yeah. remember his first name, yeah. Uh, Malachi Corley from Western Michigan. He's more of a he's slot type. Yeah. He's I could the see Debo them liking Samuel him. Yeah. He is really good after the catch. His highlight tape is wow. Yeah, I could see them liking him a lot. Yeah, me too. And But what I've seen, I like him a lot. Yeah. Are there any other defensive backs that jump out at you? Let's take a you look. You know, one of the top-ranked safeties that can play the slot or... Well, the safeties, Tyke Smith is there. From uh, Georgia. Hmm. Um, the Utah guy's gone, I'm sure. Jaden Hicks from uh, Washington State. Bo Brady from uh, Maryland. Okay. Uh, Malik Mustafa from Wake Forest. Cole Bishop from Utah. Is that the guy you're thinking of? I think there's two from there. I think there are two. They use, they, they always have two. They, they do. <laughs> and I think it's the other one because he also plays running back and he's a big dude. Yeah, let me see if there's any corners that, that jump out of me yeah. as well. Um. Yeah, unless uh, Jerry and Jones from Florida State. Um, I think he's more of a. Eh. I don't know much about him. He. Uh, yeah, he was a, so he start. He played outside for them in 2022. Last year, he moved into the slot for them. When you say outside, he played corner. I mean, he played corner. Okay, corner. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. he's six foot one ninety, but he pl- he was Florida State's slot corner. This okay. past season, interesting. No, that's that profile I'm attracted to. Yeah, bigger a bigger slot. Yeah, uh, Nehemiah Pritchett from Auburn is there. Um, six one one eighty four. He's a little thinner, but he also he was more of the corner corner. So, um, I like the I, I like your huge Florida State receiver, but I like Malachi better. The yeah, Western Michigan, right? No, no I'm with you. And I, yeah, I, I can see them liking him a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's after the catch, rocked up, has some running back look about him. I'd be he's the pick at 84. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Now we probably got to focus on D. Yeah, 119. Now I think you you could take a safety. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler Davis, the interior defensive lineman from uh, from Clemson, is there? He's six two, three hundred. 
Um, so he doesn't. There's necessi- no defensive spot I wouldn't consider if there's if that's best guy on the board. Yeah. Um, not he not if, so last year he only had two sacks, but in 2022 he had seven. So he was on the lists of like preseason lists. Yeah. You know, which he doesn't fit the like he's six two three hundred. Mm-hmm. He's not the classic. I don't know what they do with him. I mean, they're they're more open to those types than they used to yeah. be. Yeah. Could you could you put him at the nose and? I don't know enough about him. I mean, make Keanu Benton a, a just a straight defensive tackle. As he's Benton's or, backup, uh, or yeah. right something like that. I mean, they play so much nickel and dime that he would have a role. Yeah. But I, I just don't know enough about the player of how he profiles. Um. Bo Brady from uh, Maryland, who they'll probably know yeah. much, a lot about. I think he's going to the Senior Bowl too. Yeah. Um. I've heard good things about him, he too. He's a safety, right? He played 104 snaps in the slot last year. Ooh. What's his size? He, I know these aren't exact, but... Yeah. They list him at 6'1", 210. That's the the profile I'd be looking for. Yeah. As a um, safety slash slot guy. So, I don't... That'd I, be attractive to me. Uh, yeah, I don't hate that. No. Um, I mean, I don't know if anything about the young man, other than I've seen his name, and it seems like he goes around this part in the draft. Yeah. Um, just I'm, I'm just going to call up defensive backs here in general mm-hmm. cornerbacks and safeties uh max melton from rutgers is there what's he do i don't know anything about he's him. a corner uh yeah. he'll be at the senior bowl mm. six foot 190 um he played a little bit in the slot last year 487 snaps at corner 60 in the slot uh but he's he's got a little better size he's six foot 190 okay um didn't have any, I don't think he had any interceptions last year. No, he had three. He had three. Uh, gave up a, a passer rating of sixty-five point seven. Their defense was pretty good this this really? past Yeah. I mean, as long as he's willing and able to play some slot, because I don't think Trice will. I don't think Rush will. Um, I don't know if Toledo guy has any experience with it at all, but he does have the size and physicality to handle it. Cole Bishop, the other safety from Utah. Mm. 6'2", uh, 207, 180 in the box, 25 at corner last year, 97 snaps in the slot. Um, he, he played 208 sna- snaps in the slot in 2022. Okay. So he's more of that, that kind of Any of those player you can do a little bit of everything. I like all three of those guys. The Maryland dude, Rutgers was the second one, right? Yeah. And the Utah kid. Uh, the Utah kid, 14 completions and 26 targets last year. Nice. Um, and two that's inter- fine by me. A couple of interceptions. I, mm, let's take him there. Yeah, that's fine. Let's take him there. I think he fits the... And you would think any of those guys, but probably the the, the two safeties would be core special teamers immediately. Yeah. You know, right, at this neighborhood. Okay, now and we're back really up at, at 198. Can I get a little crazy on you here? Punter? Quarterback. Oh, that's not crazy at all to me. Yeah. That's not crazy at Here's all. Here's what's left, though. Sam Hartman, Devin okay. Leary, Carter Bradley. I only know Hartman of the three. Leary. What school is he from? Kentucky. Oh, okay. The yeah, Kentucky I remember reading about him before the season. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, those are the type of guys I think they should be interested in. Yeah. Fourth, you know, Spencer Rattlers and yeah. you know, those type of dudes. The guy from Tulane and some of these senior I'd dudes. I'd probably take Hartman here. I mean, yeah. I think his profile fits similar to the, yeah. the guys that you have and but you know he's an experienced quarterback and now we're he's up to play a ton of preseason snaps and yeah. you know right 
and, and be your third be quarterback on game yeah. day, right? Yeah, but he's played right. enough snaps in college that I think he's a six-year guy. Yeah, which I don't care that uh, I don't worry about overage quarterbacks, especially if he's going to be my three. I want yeah. I want my three to be an experienced, somewhat guy. mature. Yeah. And right, right. Played at Notre Dame his last year. And, yeah, you know, I just don't want Brandon Whedon. You know, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> my age. And our last pick. And I'm going to roll the dice here as well, Matt. And I'm taking a linebacker. I was going to say, I think an off-the-ball linebacker yeah. project would make some sense. Somebody that has some ability. Like the modern two-year younger Mark Robinson. Type. Well, that would be Nathaniel Watson here from Mississippi State, amazingly mm. enough. And uh, he's 6'2", 245. Yeah. Done. Again, special teams. He play special teams. I'll, I can groom him a little bit, give yeah. me some more yeah, young yeah, yeah. legs on that. Let's see how we did here. Okay. Our first trip through. Okay, so we got a B for our trade. Hmm. They gave us a C plus for taking Quinn Mitchell at twenty six. That's fair fine. enough. Yeah. They had him ranked a little bit lower than that. Uh, Jackson Powers Johnson was a B. Uh, Sumataya was a C minus. Uh, Malachi Corley was a C. Cole Bishop a C plus. Sam Hartman a C plus. And Nathaniel Wilson was an A minus. Wow, overall, look at that. Home overall grade was a B. Fair enough. I like it though, and we got a fourth round pick next year. I mean, you had two good young offensive linemen, a corner, and that receiver. None of whom are going to get thrust into. Right. Well, I think your centers—he's your starting center probably on day one. Yeah. Um, unless Anderson blows his doors off or something like that, but you got a lot of O line depth then at this point too, especially if BYU guy can go past more quickly, and Moore's your swing tackle, and Anderson's your swing. Interior guy. I mean, you'd have eight-ish offensive linemen, most of whom are young, that are pretty appealing. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. I, but I think that's kind of the the basis of what your draft needs to be. Well, I don't disagree. I mean, Other than maybe adding another young defensive lineman in there, but you get, you know. I, th- I think there's a good chance you bring back Watson Adams and just roll it and, back. And it's not a strong defensive line draft. Nah, I don't love I think you got lucky. going in that fish in that pool. Last year's draft was not a strong defensive line draft, and you got lucky and got Benton. Mm-hmm. I think a year from now, D-lines maybe going to be your number one. Game. Yeah, maybe you go in the first round. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, a good chance, considering yeah. Cam's status, you know. But overall, I like this. I like this, right. Yeah. I think it addresses a lot of needs yeah. with, with players I like so far. Yeah, so. I don't claim we'll to be see. an expert on these guys. Yeah. <laughs> but this is how I figure find these kind of things out, mm-hmm. though. Like I'll run these mock drafts and I'll say, "Oh, this oh, guy's that's the best part about these it. are the these are the ten guys available when I'm picking." I got to go find out some information on these guys. I'll mm-hmm. go watch tape. I'll go do whatever. Yeah, yeah. And okay, I like that. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or boy, I can probably wait around on this position. That's the beauty of doing the mocks too. Is you start yeah. to get a feel for these are the pockets. Yeah, and this obviously changes over the oh, course of yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, but that's how you become familiar. I mean, step one of learning about these guys yeah. and then see them live at the Senior Bowl and then Combine, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. We're going to get to a break. He is the Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lolly. He is the Matt Williamson. And, well, if we go heavy on the draft today, Matt, that's only because Kuiper and Bucky Brooks yeah, have released the best out their, there, right. their mock drafts. We just did our mock draft. And I mean, I'm switching gears to draft, basically, too, and starting to really investigate free yeah. agency and that type of thing. There's only I mean, four teams alive. Starting, I mean, like, starting next week, I you know, when I go to the Senior Bowl, I, yeah. I, that's why I've kind of started studying some of these guys, because sure. i got to go down there next week, and, and no, I, don't, I don't study this year-round like, right. like the draft Knicks do. i got to catch up, and, it, you know. I, I remember the first time I went to the Senior Bowl when I was at ESPN, not with the Browns, 
And it was kind of a helpless feeling because when I got there, I'm like, I don't know half these names. You know, yeah. like it, I, I, I didn't do a good enough job at least being s- slightly familiar, you know. And frankly, there weren't as many websites and YouTube and all this stuff back yeah. then either to find well, now as there'll much, be but, a thousand different people down there. Yeah. You know, that, that's, it, it's, it gets it's, crazy. Too. It's really a little ridiculous. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, basically, if you have a website, you can get you into can the go. senior. Yeah, yeah. And care. even fans and sitting yeah. there and blogging and tweeting and whatever, yeah. too. But yeah. Uh, so Bucky Brooks has his mock drafter. So let's run through that one real okay. quick. Uh, Caleb Williams, one. Drake sure. May, two. Jaden Daniels, three. Marvin Harrison, four. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Brock Bowers, five. Okay. Uh, Adunzie, six. Fashanu, seven. Yeah. Instead of all. Instead of all. Okay. Yeah. Dallas Turner at eight. Sounds like he has a pretty legit chance to be the first defensive player yeah. taken. Lay two goes nine. That's why when, when we mm-hmm. just did our mock draft and Lay two was there at 20, oh, yeah. somebody would probably want to come up and get him. Oh, I think so. At that position? Yeah. yeah. And you might be able to get a, a decent haul out of mm-hmm. it. Uh, and really, you don't need a, you don't need that position. No, I don't think you take him at 20. Even, no. You know. uh, Joe Alt goes at 20 to the Jets. So they the just, 10 to the Jets. Or 10 to the Jets, yeah. They'd be thrilled. He flip-flopped those. Yeah, okay. Uh, at 11, the Vikings take Jared Versey. Also makes sense. The edge rusher out of Florida State. Denver takes Terrian Arnold, the cornerback out of Alabama. Bama, yeah. He seems to be rarely there at 20 anymore. Yeah. At 13, the Raiders take Fuaga, the offensive tackle, out of Oregon State. They could use him. At 14, the Saints take Latham, the offensive tackle, out of Alabama. Makes some sense, too. 15. This is kind of crazy. The Colts then get Malik Neighbors all the way down at 15. There's no way that happens. <laughs> I mean, I can see them trading up eight spots to take him. Yeah. yeah there's several. I mean, that spots. would be a gift. That would be a gift. Yeah. And sometimes mocks just work that way. That's, a, that's just the way it goes. Like, tell me Denver might not want him. No, they would jump all over him. Yeah, they don't have. Right. I mean, even like the Raiders, put him next to Ad. Well, maybe not Dave Myers. But... They have Myers, too, yeah. Yeah, the Jets. I mean, the Jets took a good tackle, but. No way neighbor gets that far. No yeah. way. Or somebody trades up to one of those spots ahead of him. And I mean, I know we're him. not down this road yet and we'll have a lot of needs, but if he's sitting there at 15, I would make an offer to go from 20 <laughs> to 15 quickly. Uh, Seattle takes Byron Murphy, the defensive tackle. I can see Texas. that. Yeah. Some people have him as the number one tackle. I think that's a possibility. Defensive tackle. Jacksonville then at 17 takes Devondre Sweat, the defensive tackle out of Texas. Well, Bucky does a lot of work with the Jags. He's not quite um him and DJ do a podcast together yeah. and move the sticks. And DJ's the color guy for the Chargers. Bucky is somehow affiliated with he gets a check from the Jags somehow. And I, I think he knows they really stress big physical defensive front. Here's what he said after watching the defense crumble over the second half of the season, the Jaguars are intent on upgrading the front line. Sweat is a massive interior defender with strength, power, and heavy hands to snuff out the run at the point of attack. They've done this in their past. They, they took Tyson Alulu, oh, surprisingly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. in 2010, and then they took the um, the kid out of uh, Clemson. I, th- I believe it was Clemson. Out of Clemson, defensive tackle. Yeah, uh, he's, he's now with the. Uh, I think he's back up for the Browns now. No, maybe. maybe oh. Uh... He went to Florida. Yeah. Brian, Taven Bryan. Taven Bryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, absolutely. And one of the traits, this their GM, Balky, it used to be with like Justin Smith and Alden Smith with the Niners. 
and he is very traits oriented. I mean, he took Walker over Hutchinson, right. Because of the long. How are you feeling about that now? Not so great. Yeah, but I mean, he's he wants big people. Yeah, absolutely. At eighteen, the Bengals take Brian Thomas. Ugh, I wouldn't be happy about that. I, I don't think Boyd. I don't. I don't think they'll lose Boyd and Higgins. But he said I don't the think potential loss of T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd in free agency yeah. forced the Bengals to take an offensive weapon early in the draft. Jamar Chase just put you him have, under his wing at LSU. You have to protect your Joe Burrow. You have to. Yeah, but if you lose two two receivers, but this is a deep receiver. Like you talk mm. about a team that has to take an offense. You don't have a right tackle at the moment. No, you can't afford to go buy one. No, I mean I hear you, but boy, he'd be enticing. I get it. Yeah, but uh, in nineteen, the Rams take Bo Nix. Yeah, I remember Bucky talking about that. Just thinking. Plan for the future. I mean, it's there is certainly a, a sentiment that the Packer way of doing quarterback stuff, drafting one when you don't need one, is a really nice path for a landing spot yeah. for a guy to go. And they took the kid from Georgia last year, now later in the, in the draft, yeah. but you don't even know if he's going to play football ever again. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I mean, they signed Wentz I mean, late in the year, too. At 20, the Steelers, he has the Steelers taking Amarius Mims, the offensive tackle out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. I know he's really high on him. He, he talked about this pick, just the upside of the player. It doesn't have a lot of experience. Yeah. At 21, the Dolphins take Jackson Powers Johnson, the center, okay. out of Oregon that we just got in the second round. In yeah, our yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 th- I was thinking he put him at the Steelers at 20, but it had those two picks flipped. But their center is Connor, uh, Connor McGovern. McGovern, who's a free agent. Yeah. They're going to have a tough time retaining him. 22, the Eagles take Nate Wiggins. The cornerback out of Clemson. That makes sense. I would have a tough time passing on Nate Wiggins if I were the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 23, the Texans take Troy Fatanu, uh, the offensive lineman out of Washington. Okay. Dallas takes Tyler Guyton, the offensive tackle out of Oklahoma. Sure. Green tackles Bay, and corners in this neighborhood. Yeah. And Green Bay takes Kool-Aid McKinstry, uh, okay. out of, uh, the cornerback out of Georgia. Uh, I don't know if Alexander Alabama. will be back. He's not a free agent, but just seems unhappy. There. Yeah. Uh, 26, Tampa Bay takes Keon Coleman, the wide receiver out of Florida oh, State. Be Evans' replacement or air or yeah. whatever. Evans is also a free agent. Uh, at 27, Arizona takes Jordan Morgan, the offensive tackle out of Arizona. Yeah, perfect. At 28, the Bills take Cooper DeGene, the Iowa. You probably would have just snagged him at 20. I, would I think I probably would have too. Yeah. yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, I mean. I think either Poyer or one of their two safeties is up, Hyde or Poyer, and they're both old. But the beauty is, is you can play DeGene in mm-hmm. the cornerback. You can play in the safety. Oh, yeah. He takes the ball their away. Their secondary needed help. I think he had six interceptions two years ago. returned three of them for touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's a little attractive to me. He's a good return guy. Like, yeah. I, uh, no, there's tons of like Very well. attractive. Absolutely. Uh, 29, Kansas City takes Chris Jenkins, the defensive tackle out of Michigan. Earliest I've seen that. Well, Chris Jones... He's up. He's up. Him and Snead are up. I mean, they're probably their best two defensive players. They I mean, probably Jones can't afford is. them both. I can't imagine Jones leaves. You know? he, wants to be, he wants to be the highest paid defensive tackle in the league. He probably he will be. Yeah. I mean, especially if he changes teams. He got franchised last year. Would they slap the tag on him? I don't know. Might they have Kelsey's money available if he retired? He's not retired. You don't think? No. At uh, 30, you have Chop Robinson going to Detroit. That makes sense. They could use somebody opposite Hutchinson. 31, Quinian Mitchell goes to San Francisco. Yeah, he's going to be in the mix. And then at 32, Bray, uh, Baltimore takes Braylon Trice, 
the edge rusher out of Washington. Okay. What they said about that is Trace won't test well, and DJ, who used to be a scout for the Ravens, said, perfect. They will, just like Suggs, Suggs back in the yeah. day, I mean, they'll they'll draft him off tape and production, and if he doesn't run great, they don't care one bit. No, he won't have to change his colors either. He was already purple. No, I guess he <laughs> <laughs> what, what position would you bet they take? I mean, I mean, they don't have an edge rusher. No, they really don't. They they the they create their yeah. Is, I think they Clowney's create on a their deal. They create their pressure by subterfuge. Mm-hmm. We're going to put nine guys at the line of scrimmage, and you have to figure out which one of those nine guys are coming. Yeah, and it if works they can't for bring them. Matabuke back, I would think D tackle would go high on the list too. Yeah, if there's one available. You know, the I can't imagine they can afford a Matabuke though. I would think he's going to be twenty like million, twenty five maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because Clowney's up, Van Noy's up. I'd consider O-line, too. They, they don't have massive needs. I'm just wondering what direction they would I think go. they're a little more massive than, they, I think they need know, big people. Need big people, guys, you're going to need another inside linebacker. They drafted, what's his face from Clemson, who played a bunch against oh, the yeah, Steelers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't know if he's good or bad, but you know, I don't think Queen's back. Yeah, he's not back. Um, Queen's going to pay a lot, probably too much. Cornerback's still a need for them. Yeah, Humphrey seems to have a hard time staying on the field. You know, if you if you don't want to pay Odell Beckham fifteen million dollars again this year, was that a one year deal? That was a one year deal. I would not bring him back close to that price. No, no. no. Th- so I think he could do that again. Bateman might be up a year from now too. He is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear it. They got to pick. They got to decide about picking up his fifth year option. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do that. Lamar got expensive all of a sudden too. Yeah, I do think they need a running back. Right, but I mean, you're not going to take you're not going to take that there third round guy. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's uh, Bucky Brooks. First run, his first run of the mock draft. Mm-hmm. They're all dropping this week. They are. It's all happening. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're going to get to another break. He is the Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this. Hey, Steeler fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops that are located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or you can visit online at shop.steelers.com. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And, uh, Matt, uh, salary cap uh, for 2024, which is what we're heading into here, looking like it's going to be estimated to right around $240 million. Okay. I know that goes up every year except for the COVID year. Um, do you know how big of an increase that is? Off the top uh, well, of it was two twenty four point eight. That's a big season. jump. That's a big jump. League's pretty healthy, is what that yeah, means. Yeah, some of the all. some of that stuff is. So we start looking here at cap space. Mm-hmm. This is one of the reasons why we're talking about uh, some of these teams and some of the issues that they're going to have. Oh yeah. Um, now, right now, this is according to Spot Track, the Steelers are at. They're in the negative. They're in the negative. At yeah. Six point seven million dollars mm-hmm. in the negative, but they can easily. Oh, they got a lot of options. create that space. You look at some of these other teams at the bottom of the of, of the list right now. New Orleans, as always, this time minus eighty two point eight million. Yeah, brutal, eighty two point eight million. I know you weren't even we a very good every, team, and they're not even that good team, right? I mean, they've been pushing, they've been paying off the pushing this back, pushing this back, and I'm sure they'll do it again. But you're not getting anything out of it. The you're char- not even winning your bad division. The Chargers are minus forty four million. Theirs is maybe more miserable, disastrous because there's so many. Because here's the other thing about twenty million dollars. You have to look and see how many players they have signed. So the Steelers right now mm-hmm. have sixty players signed. They're at minus six point seven million, mm-hmm. and they'll 
lessen that number. They'll they'll cut some dudes. The Chargers are at minus forty four million dollars. They only have forty eight players signed, and some of those are the seventh round picks that aren't making any money. Right? I mean, yeah. If you put it. It's a bigger conversation. I mean, we're not on Chargers Nation Radio, but if you pull up their their contracts, it's a disaster. It's a disaster because even like the Bosa's and Derwins of the world aren't great. You yeah. know, like they should be awesome for what they're paying them. And Mike Williams is hurt all the time, and Allen's up in age, and now Herbert's getting expensive, and they got some brutal contracts. Buffalo. They're in trouble. Is too. it forty three point six million over the cap? Over the cap. with, with fifty five players signed, mm-hmm. but they get a bunch of guys who are starters. Oh yeah, who are up? Who are up? Gabe Davis, one of their safeties. Um, I actually have the list. I, I Schefter tweeted it out. Yeah, it's, it's it's a mess. It's long. Yeah, and I wanted to see. They're going to be even more too. Allen dependent next year than they they were this year. Right. So this is something about Allen too. Is in 2019 he was a 4.8 cap hit. You know he's young. They yeah. lost in the wild card round. Then he was a 5.9 cap hit. Lost in the conference championship. Then he's a 2. Point, or 10.2 cap hit. Lost in the divisional. 16.4. Lost in the divisional. 18.6. Lost in the divisional. Next year, 47.1. You know, like yeah. that's rough. And now the, they can be Browns like here. And he's going to be on your roster. You can kick oh, you the, can use you can kick the bank the of Allen. Yeah. yeah, kick it down the road, but you you know now you're going to have to pay that money up front. But these are dudes that are up: Gabe Davis, Micah Hyde, Leonard Floyd, Dodson, Dane Jackson, Epinesa, Rap, Daquan Jones, Tim Settle, Jordan Phillips, Puna Ford. That's that's their entire that's defensive their line. All defensive line, yeah. right? I mean, so they're going to have a lot of spots, and they'll probably still be good, but. They're going the wrong direction. Yeah. That's a brutal loss for them. Also, 29th on the list, right, right ahead of Buffalo, Miami at minus 42.9. Yeah. The difference is Buffalo has 55 players under contract. Miami has 46. Okay. Interesting. And they're still – they're only a million dollars difference between the two. And even like an Armstead could retire on them or, you know, they're going to have to pay two. And they haven't paid two either. Right. Yeah. No, they, they have and to, you haven't they have, paid two. They have to make a decision on two. Right. Right. Uh, Denver is minus 25.3. Well, they're eating a bunch of Wilson, you know, this year too. But I think that might end up costing them extra money. It might be even more than that. It might be more than yeah, that. Yeah, once you cut him, too. right? Yeah, because he's not even off the books. He's yet. not even. He's still on the books. When he goes off the books, that's going to go up. I think he's a June first guy or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Cleveland at minus thirteen point eight million. And I would. There's been a lot of talk that they could dip into the bank of Deshaun again. I would not do that though. I mean, you do that with good players. You do that with Josh Allen. You right. do that with Mahomes. That just means you could do that with Miles Garrett, and it would make sense. That makes sense. But I think you want to get out from the Watson stuff as soon as possible, not extend it. Yeah. Then you get Dallas at minus eleven. The Steelers okay. at minus six point seven. Seattle Steelers have a lot of flexibility, though. Folks. Yeah. Yeah. They've, uh, Seattle is just at the cusp. The problem for Seattle is they only have forty-four players under contract. Mm. Interesting. So okay. you, you don't have any money to spend. You only have 44 players yeah, on the contract. Yeah, 44, right. San Francisco wow. is kind of in the same boat. They've, they, they're they $1.3 to the positive, but they got 43 players signed. Wow. Okay. So the, those kind of teams are going to have to rely on fifth, sixth-round picks, undrafted free you're agents. Still, and you're still going right. to have to do some stuff to get over oh, the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all said and done. That's like the Rams this year. You rely on a lot of late picks and undrafted free agents to yeah. eat up some roster spots. Baltimore. They've got 44 players under contract, 
and $5.6 million in cap space. And we talked about them, I guess it was last segment or two segments ago. Their defensive front's going to get hit. Yeah. Um, looking at the top of this thing. <sighs> Some teams have a lot. Washington has $84.3 million in cap space. They've only got 45 players signed, but they mm-hmm. got all kinds of cap space. And the second pick in the draft. But who the, who the hell wants to go play in Washington? That's the problem right now. I don't now. know. I mean, it's not appealing now, but I don't think it's a bad job. It, it, I mean, you got to get the stink of everything out of there. But you got a lot of picks. You, you traded those two edge rushers for picks. I think they have three-thirds. The thir- second pick in the draft. Tons of cap space. Who's your head coach? Well, I know. They, that's yeah. got to happen first, obviously. Houston is second with $74.8 million. See, that's appealing. Yeah. I mean, they got a core, and people definitely want to play there. Then you got Tennessee with $73.9 million. Mm-hmm. New that's England. Still, that's excite me. New England has seventy. Tennessee and New England need a lot, though. Yeah, the Colts have sixty-six point three, but they never spend it. They, no, they're they at don't. the top of this list every year, and they never spend their money. They never do. I'm trying to think of who who are their big free agents. Well, Pittman will get a bunch of it. I bet. Yeah, that makes some sense. Uh, then you have Cincinnati at sixty-two point one million dollars in cap space. I'm trying to, th- I thought somebody was. They've got 48 players under contract, okay. though. And you get to sign Higgins. You get to sign— Yeah, Higgins might get a chunk of it. You get to do an extension with Chase. I think Burrow's cheap this year and real expensive next year. Yeah. You know, and the Chase contract's coming, too. Det- I don't think they'll keep the right tackle. Detroit has $61 million in cap space, but they only have 38 players under contract. That's got to be, the, like, the lowest. That's the lowest. 38 okay. players. Wow. So, you know, that's— Who's up for them? I can't—I don't think hardly anybody. Chicago still has fifty million dollars. They're in a nice situation. They're building the right way. Tampa Bay has forty eight point seven. Evans is up. But they don't have a quarterback. No quarter Baker's up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They got a couple dudes on defense too. Uh the Rams have forty eight million dollars. Yeah. They okay. got a bunch of cheap guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh the Raiders at forty three point four. You got the Cardinals at forty five. Panthers at thirty one. Uh you know, so there's mm-hmm. maybe some more more money out there this year than in years past. There aren't as many of those teams at the bottom, but the teams at the at the extreme bottom, yeah, those teams that are twenty five or more million over the cap, they're not adding people. I mean, the Bills, the Chargers, the Browns, the Saints, all tried to win now. Yeah, I mean, they all took their pushed their chips in the middle and lost. You know, and yeah, that's, the that Dolphins. Yeah, they were the other one. There was another. five. Yeah, those are those, those those teams that they tried to win now and they lost. The teams that, that are more than ten million over. Yeah. Dallas, Cleveland, Denver, Miami, Buffalo, the Chargers, and Saints. I think we mentioned this yesterday, but Dallas has to deal with Parsons, C.D. Lamb, and Dak. Yeah. I mean, like, Pollard's a free agent. You can live without him. But, I mean, their three most important guys are all hitting at the same time. Yeah. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah. Denver doesn't have a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. You're, right. you're $25 million over the cap, and you don't have a quarterback. You don't have a quarterback. I mean, it That's a problem. It could be Stidham. You know I mean? That, I mean, frankly, that's what the Bucks thought they were. You know, like yeah. they 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 threw Baker out there, they overachieved, and they ate their vegetables this year. You know, cap wise to some degree. I mean, the Rams did as well, overachieved. You know, they paid the price for past Super Bowls and past you know payments. I think that's Denver this year. I think you sit back and you have a tough year, and maybe you end up with the first overall pick and draft a quarterback or yeah. a top five type of pick. It could be a rough year. But those are some of the like you know when you start looking at that. Um, Cleveland, Denver, Miami, Buffalo, those were all teams that were in the mix this year in the yeah, AFC. Just fell short. Some made it and some didn't. 
But you're not adding a lot to those teams. No, you would think, I mean, unless you have a home run draft, which anyone could, that your roster is worse next year than this year. Yeah. I mean, especially with, like, a Chargers, they at least had the foresight to draft Quentin Johnston. You know, like, we know we're not going to, we know this problem's coming, so we're going to draft a receiver. Well, he drafted a bad one. Right. (laughs) I mean, maybe he gets better, but he doesn't look good so far. Yeah. So that's a situation. It's going to be interesting to see here as uh, teams, you got until, uh, what is it, May 13th to get under the cap. And there's so much reconstructing and all those types. Like, the Steelers could dip into TJ Watt's contract if they wanted. They could extend Cam Hayward and lower that number pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of stuff that they can do. And there's a lot of cuts coming for all teams. Yeah. You know. But, But yeah. What do you do with Tua? Right. I mean, he's not going to be cheap. No, he is certainly not. That's going to do it for today's show. Uh, So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Justin Miller here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.